social media manager. She's an interviewer. She is a blogger. We really align um, within like our careers and the things that we do. And then people like her definitely gives me inspiration because she's just moved around and done so many things and just figured it out. And mm-hmm. we're just out here figuring it out. So we real did. black girl <laughs> magic. Like. Yeah. But before we get the episode started, I'm going to go ahead and shout out to our sponsors, Nails and Breeze. Get into the nail cam. And we have some Kaya Kaya clips. Kaya Kaya clips don't get burnt and protect them lips. Tori has her own personals. We got keychains, crystals, minis, biggies. So go ahead and go to Sirah2.com, S-I-R-R-A-H, and the number two, and get you a custom-made Kaya clip, you guys, okay? I I do everything. Tori, how is your... Roach Clips treating you. Great. Uh, I can honestly say I haven't burnt my nails right. since I've had them, nails. you know, because, yeah, my nails be getting burnt because I'd be like, oh, they're Roach Clips. I can just, yeah, and then my nails black at the tip. So, yeah, they're great. Um, I love them. I like to keep them with me in my bag. So when I go to, like, a session with other people, I can still smoke, Right. you know? That's right on. always the point. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. So let's get into this interview. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to take... A little walk, get some scenery. It's a nice day. Tori be taking walks and hikes every morning. I be seeing them on I Twitter. Be posting all the nice stuff. We would have did it where she was at, but it's a little hot out there. So oh, yeah. we got this breeze going. Very. So Tori, mm-hmm. the nails. Oh. What was the inspiration behind the nail shape? I've never seen anybody with that nail shape. So my nail tech does a lot of different nail shapes. And then she had one on her wall and it was this one. And I was like what is that right. and she was like oh it's lipstick and I was like oh, I get it you know what I mean you know how lipstick is like <laughs> yeah I was like what I was like I, I want that I, so I got that I want to say that for the first time maybe like the end of last year and I haven't gotten anything but that since yeah. I never see anybody else with this I've never seen like I've either. never had I've never not in person so I'm just like yeah yeah, you're a, it's a, unique. You are a real trendsetter. Oh, so I be someone from San Jose, correct? Basically, Basically yeah, I guess I'm from anywhere. I'm from there in the Bay, at least. Right. But I'm originally from SoCal. Okay. Yeah. So originally from SoCal. So yeah, you know, you know about a whole bunch of transitions. So originally from SoCal, spent most of your like adolescence in San Jose, and mm-hmm. then you took a flight to Vegas for a year, came back, and now you're doing thing so how was it just like going through all of those navigations like what did you learn from that I feel like my life changes dramatically like every two years Mm. one to two years max usually it's before two years and that's just I don't know it's just because like when I moved to the Bay Area with my dad like he's an engineer so he moved around a lot you know Mm. wherever the job was at is where we would go and then Mm. you know changing schools my dad had a lot of girlfriends that was another reason why we were moving around like so you know I just went through a lot of transitions and like I feel like that has a a lot to do with how I just get along with everyone and I can easily navigate like pretty much anywhere like that's why I wasn't scared to move to Vegas I was like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. So worst that could happen. I don't know anybody it's happened a million times like it doesn't matter you know yeah so yeah that ambition is very inspiring because a lot of people it's hard for them to just like we're so tied to our phones now people don't even know how to just have basic conversation who you telling so the fact that you know how to just <laughs> all right forget it i'm gonna just go yeah and i'm gonna figure it out that's very inspirational yes. um to 
go into Vegas, mm -hmm. you had some time reading children's books. So you worked for I a production did. company and she was reading children's books during the height of the pandemic. Yeah. So how was that? It was definitely a change for me. Mm -hmm. I'm used to like not having to be kid friendly. Like right. I just say what I say. I smoke weed on camera. I'm belligerent you know i don't i'm just i'm just however the fuck i am you know when i get on camera so this was just different it was very like oh wear these colors and you know like um speak like this like slowly you know sweet you know and i'm just like oh okay like i don't have kids i don't have like i don't, you don't ever have to censor yourself no yes. but it was cool it was really cool it was a change of pace and i got to interview some dope children's book authors and it was just, it was cool. And it, was, it was during the time of the pandemic where like kids were first taken out of school and people were like, what the heck are kids in education? You know, like it was like peak that time. Mm -hmm. So they put this together so that kids could learn from home so that people could read books to kids, you know, via YouTube. Like, mm -hmm. you know, someone could read you a bedtime story, you know, like stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. It was definitely a I also of did comics too. Yes, and I remember yeah. saying you are a comic person. Yeah, What's I like comics. Uh, Archie Comics. Okay. And then, like, next would probably be, like, Spider-Man, but Archie Comics. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about comics, but I know. They're so entertaining. <sighs> like, I like the, like, I got into them because I would go to the store with my mom, the grocery store, and the lines were always long, so I would start reading books that were in the little the little aisles and you know how they always have the Betty Archie and Veronica comics mm, there okay. I would pick them up and start reading them and then I just became obsessed with them I also think that's why I'm so good at like reading yeah. in general and like literature and writing and stuff like that what's cool is that I talked about this on my last episode with Foe to the Soul shout out Foe to the Soul um, he talked about I asked him what his like where he got his ability to tell a story from and he was just like just reading books when oh. I was a kid and stuff and I was like yeah that'll do it that's interesting so that's cool that that you know comes back around so you <laughs> you are a lover of all things Bay Area like yeah. she even said on the what's the way podcast that the Warriors are just gonna win it all she's like I don't even watch sports I don't even care but I know the Warriors gonna take it so you're damn near psychic because yeah just... and then when they won I was like right. duh, duh. it's gang over here right. like I was like of course you know right so to be a lover of all things Bay Area and I know you've been in this business for a while what are some of like the negative sides you've seen or like what like some kind of grimy things or something that was just like mm. well I mean like your car will get biffed out yeah. here okay sorry <laughs> that's for, like, like the thing. only thing I can right. think of really because the people I feel like people are great you know like when I was on the what's wave podcast I talked about how I feel like people don't like they don't like like connecting with other artists and supporting other artists isn't like the top thing on their list mm -hmm. and I don't know why it's not because <laughs> I feel like I've only gotten to where I am by supporting other people like Dang. if there weren't people to support I wouldn't have shit to talk about you know like so I'm just like why don't you like use these other artists to make yourself bigger by supporting them supporting by them. you know working We're with them I'm just like I don't there doesn't need to be any beef like we have hella fun out here. Like, we're known for having fun, for, you know, being friendly, having high energy, like... The culture, the yeah. food, like, the hospitality. Now, people say Californians are a little rude, but that's neither here nor Californians there. aren't the same as pedestrians. The the yeah. <laughs> okay? Like, we're not the same as people in L.A. I hate L.A. Yeah. I hate... Anywhere but here. 
Honestly, in California, Tori's like it's here. At least in California, like I like Miami, I like Chicago, mm-hmm. I like New York. But in California, I wouldn't live anywhere but the Bay. I I agree. Like heck no, I'm I, good. I agree. So you have spoken on other states just now, and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to ignore like the state of the world and what the decision that was just made this morning. So if you guys don't, I'm not gonna know, lie, I missed that. I saw everybody talking about it on Twitter, but I don't know what they're talking about. Okay, so I'm I'm glad you said that. Perfect. So this morning, the Supreme Court justice just overturned Roe versus Wade, which is the right to abortion, but it was a federal law. So now it's leaving it up to the states to, you know, um, to make the decision on it. So liberal states like California and stuff, we might be cool, but then those red states and poorer states, the conservative states, they're not going to be able to have the right to abortion. Or and it's just oh my right, god, why, 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 why are we like? That's crazy. Right. And it's like, like deeper than you can't that. Do that. It's deeper than just like even the rape. It's just like sometimes you have to get an abortion because your body just physically can't carry this baby. So I'm supposed like, to die? You gotta die. Like that's insane. You gotta die. Okay, so like I said, Tori is a she was a podcast host, she is a blogger, she was an interviewer at one point. Um, she's a social media manager. She is just all things Tory. But how do you like? How do you manage all of that? How do you balance all of that? Um, I only do what I want to do. Yes, that's the yeah. Like I don't do anything that I don't want to do. And it took me a long time to be able to live my life like that. I remember living with my dad and being like, I just want to do what I want to do. And he was like, What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like you can't. You're going to do what I'm telling you to do because you live here and you don't pay shit. You know what I mean? So, like, it took a while to be able to, like, live my life like that, but I only do what I want to do. Like, the clients that I take on for my business, like, if I'm interested in what you're doing, I'll take you. But if I'm not, I can't because I'm not going to want to make your content and then it's going to be a situation because you're going to... I'm not going to be providing. Yeah, I'm not going to be providing for real. So, like... I just don't do things I don't want to do. I make sure that my heart is in whatever I'm trying to do and whatever I want to achieve, you know? Because if it's not, it's not going to get done. So that, that's cool. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, so money is something that's uh, very emotional. It's something that it runs the world. It's the root of all evil, if you must. Mm-hmm. But how did you get to a point where you were able to price yourself? Because to tell somebody mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to come to your party. I'm going to film this, this and that. I'm going to do a little recap and you're going to pay me or I'm going to create content for you. Like, how did you get to a point where you're like, this is my price and this is what it is? I was working for free. So when I first started doing this in like November last year, well, when I say this, I mean specifically starting Ross Media Management. Mm-hmm. Like last year, I was just like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing all the way. So I want to work for free so I can get experience, yeah. you know? So like I'll use people for their whatever they're doing and then like I'll give them whatever content I make, you know, just so we can work with each other and I can benefit, you can benefit. So I started working with this rapper named Mobbin, Mobbin 101. So I was working with him for a while and like, it was cool, you know, I was making all this content, but then, like, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, I'm really good at this. And then, like, my dad hit me up and asked me to do something, and I did something for my dad, and he instantly was like, he said something on the lines of, like, oh, so how much is it going to be, like, da-da-da, or da-da-da, and then I was like, how much? He was like, was that over the top? And I was like, actually, I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, you know what I mean? That's the price. So, <laughs> I remember that day going forward, I was like, 
obviously no one's gonna pay less than my dad do you know what i mean like that's my dad you know so i'm like yeah no i, I gotta start pricing myself so i started putting the price on my stuff and i told people like if you still want to work with me so we do this for you like this is gonna be the price and people that already work with me they're like bet i'll pay it you know what i mean like yeah. so I feel like when I started to know my worth is when I, um, I would do, I would go to like a lot of seminars and take a lot of webinars online and learn new things and just seeing the way other people do things. I watch other people that do what I do and I was just like, I would never do that like that, you know, <laughs> or like, why didn't they do this or that? Or they're not paying attention to this and this, you know, and I'm looking at their prices and I'm just like, nah, you're going to pay me more than that. All right. So me and Tori got a little off topic, had some girl talk, but She's always lit, but I know life was not always like that for her. And so she also had a mother who was incarcerated. And so a lot of us may or may not have experienced a situation as such or might have not had the same outcome as Tori has. So can you kind of touch on a little bit that situation mm -hmm. and the transition into you guys being so close now? Cause <laughs> yeah, so we were actually really, really close before, which is why it hurts so <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, my mom suffers from a lot of mental disorders, schizophrenia, bipolar, and she takes medication for all these things now, but she didn't always. She didn't always know that, like, she had an issue. You know what I mean? I, I want to say she was in her late 30s when she realized that something was, like, wrong, you know? So, um, yeah, like I said, she was on medication, so um, it just got rough for her to take care of me, battling that. And, like, not that she was going to say anything, but, like, I got to an age where I was, like, is my mom struggling? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, is something, like, not okay? So, like, as a, I think I was 11, I called my dad, and I was, who I never lived with. He was just, he would always visit me, but I never lived with him. And mm. I was, like, Dad, there's something wrong with my mom. I was, like, I don't think it's good. Like, I think something's wrong. And he, like, he had just dropped me off and was driving back to the bay, and he turned around and came back. Oh. So he turned around and came back, and then he talked to my mom. And, and wait, just to be clear, that was when you were in L.A.? That's when I lived in. I lived in SoCal. It wasn't L.A. It's Santa oh, Maria. Okay. It's like okay. a really small town, kind of close to Pismo. Okay. But, um, Sorry. Called your dad. Yeah, I called my dad, and turned he, he turned around, and he came back, and he talked to my mom, and she was just hella sad, like, don't take my daughter, and da da My dad was just like, I'm going to take her. I'll just take her for a little bit, you right. know, so you can get better. I'll bring her back, mm -hmm. you know? I think that was the plan, but I never went back. Because my mom ended up landing in a, like a, she had a situation that came out of her being mentally insane at the time. And she ended up in jail. Mm. And when she went to jail and like when, when she was doing bad and then ended up in jail and then like was in jail, like she was not contacting me. Like my mom, like she wasn't trying to let me see her in any light that wasn't just the best. You know what I mean? To the point where like my grandpa died and I went back home to go to a funeral and she didn't show up because she didn't want me to see her like not yet type thing you know and I was just like damn but like as a kid you. I'm like you don't want to see me you know yeah. what I mean like hella sad yeah. but like the older I get the more I understand why she handled things the way she did because I have hella pride I have a lot of pride and if I had a child I'm sure that it would be even more ridiculous you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I understand why she handled the way she did but you know she was there for a long time she did get out when I was like 16 17 maybe mm. so like she had missed like my kind puberty my getting my period yeah. like my first crush like my mom was gone for all that but that's why when she got out of jail like she has been on my line Aww. since she got out of jail Aww. my mom calls me like a million times a day till this day and yes although i'd be like what <laughs> like i always answer my mom's calls like, you know because there was a time when i couldn't talk to her and i remember those times like they were yesterday you know 
like, and then also when she got out, it was around like my prom time. My mom got me my dress. She came to my house and did my hair. My aunt, who's a makeup artist, came with her, did my makeup. Like I literally was a princess Aww. on my prom day. It was ridiculous. Oh, right on. But yeah, you know, we went through a lot, but she's here now. You know, like I said, she came back in my late high school years and it's been really good ever since. We're super close. Like we were super close before, but we're even closer now, you know, because we didn't see each other, be each other for so many years. But, yeah, my mom's my everything. And my mom, like, when people meet my mom, they're like, oh. <laughs> you know? Like, my personality <laughs> is so just, ah, ah, You know, my mom's the same way. She's the same exact person. That's like exactly how me She's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, she's so just, like, she's oh. encouraging. My mom literally genuinely loves every person she meets. And you love everybody. You're like, <laughs> I, I <do>. love you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I love you. Like, I support you. Like, I don't have to know you to support you. Like, you know, like, I, I just people like I thought people that could be dangerous and, and just, we talked about it earlier it can be and that's another Very thing dangerous. I'm really good with that with like my discernment and like when something feels off mm-hmm. like I don't even think about it like I just next like I'm spinning the block like you know like I'm not even gonna think about it but like I have a really strong like gut and intuition for sure it's got me out of a lot of crazy situations Ooh, yes. where afterwards I've been like damn if you would just overlook that you would be fucked mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but yeah, so with that, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse, but I tend to have a good, I follow my gut, you know what I mean? But yeah, she's just like me, we're the same person. Yeah. Okay, so to get out of like the heavy situation, I had to touch on it because you know, life is not all flowers and rainbows. It's and this not. This is the plug by Brie experience, yeah. so had to get a little real really quick. But you be in these streets and networking and meeting people, and so lately I've seen you, you did Crybaby Oakland, um, you did... Sunday service with Drew Banga. Mm-hmm. So you did Cry Baby with with Nye's event, and mm-hmm. then Sunday service with Drew Banga. You did mm-hmm. C Popper. You did mm-hmm. um, Ali Cocaine. Did you do one of her events? Oh, as I well? did the Blunson Brunch. Yeah, the Blunson Brunch. I forgot about that. Yeah, see, yeah. look at that. <laughs> she be out here. So, how? What would probably be like your ideal? bay area party like bay area event now that you know the djs that you like you know the vendors that you like um that is such a loaded question oh my god so exciting though okay so my perfect event definitely definitely number one dj that would be spinning at like peak time of the party i'm talking like 11 to 2 a.m is for sure drew i love that nigga like, I don't, I don't know him, like, hella, hella, personally. I do know of him, though. Like, I've interviewed. He was actually one of my first interviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was one of my first interviews. Um, but he's just, I love music. And that makes good music. Like he's you. hella good at controlling the crowd. Like, the nigga, like, if you go to a Drew Banga event, like, it's going to be lit. I've never been to one. What the f*** have you been doing? I know. You haven't you haven't been to no party for real yet. I haven't because I'm scared. Bruh, I've been thinking they all been shot up in COVID. But yeah, so my number one DJ would be him for sure. And then I would have DJ Shellheart because she is just like she's always been good, but she's been doing her thing this past year. Like she has just been like literally on one. So definitely her as well. Um so I just experience DJ Kita Turn It Up. I think that was her name. DJ Kita Turn It Up. Where's she from? You know? LA. But she came out here and did proper and she's so lit. Like I'm meeting you where you're at, bro. Like and so she's upstairs, like upstairs on the stage, like and I'm just like I'm like, yep, yep. Like I just you know, like I just love I love music. So 
I would honestly say those three would probably be the DJs. It would be her, Drew, and show her. It has to be a smoking venue. Definitely there'd be hella weed. I would want to give, I would want everyone to have at least one blunt. Like, I would want to be able to give out, like, at least one blunt to everyone. Get that sponsored by, I don't know, fucking. Abide. Abide. Yeah. Period. And one of their We're brands, for right sure. We're saying it right now on the yeah. plug by Brie. When she sure. has an event, Abide is going to sponsor it. Yeah. Shout out to Abide. Period. Yes. Yeah. Well, Tori, is there any lasting things you want to plug us with? This is a plug by, plug by Brie show, the plug by Brie experience. So you want to let us know, let the followers know something that they might not be able to get on another show or on the um, internet that they might just be able to get right here. Okay. So this is a really, really random, but two days ago, for the first time, I watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Have you heard of that show? Mm-hmm. It's It's been on Netflix for hella long. It's like this gay black dude and this white chick and they're like best friends. And it's a story of what they're going through, right? She basically used to be like a like a bunker woman. Like she was like one of those. She was he- like in a cult, basically. And she gets out of the cult and goes to New York to be on the news for being in the cult. And then like they gave her a makeover. And on her way back to the cult, she got out the car and was like, I'm going to start my life here. Mind you, she's never... She's never been anywhere, done anything, talked to anyone, has a middle school education, you know? So she literally, in her first day of doing that, like, she found a place to live and she got a job. And I was watching it and I was like, this is crazy because the average person would probably be like, oh, there's no way that that could happen like that. But like, yes, there is. You guys put your own limitations on yourself. (laughs) She like. You can't, you can't let things that you've been through, like, or what other people go through impact how you're going to walk through the world. You know, like I truly believe that I could do anything that I want to do and that I could have anything that I want and I could work with anybody I want to work with. And I still, to this day, have never been told no. So what I want to tell you guys is do that shit. Whatever that shit is that you want to do, go and do that shit because you're not going to know until you try, and chances are if you really want to do it, you're probably going to succeed because you want it. So just do it. Like, people, like like I said, like the New Bay and, like, doing social media and working with all these people, I'm inspired constantly by people. Top of the morning. We just wrapped up a really great episode with the lovely Tori Hayes. And don't forget to check out those Top of the Morning Tuesdays on all platforms on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And subscribe for all of your Plug by Breed. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks. Okay. laughs>